You are now listening to Sierra Unraveled, hosted by yours truly. I am a single mother who finally released myself from a toxic relationship with the help of God, of course, so I can pursue my wildest dreams. Tune in every week for some crazy stories, real life drama, and motivation to keep going. You got this. Hey you, I hope you're having a great day because I'm not. Today I'm gonna rant because I'm mad mad, not just one mad, but two, but also I'm human. So I keep asking God like, what did I do to deserve this? How did I end up here? Why does my daughter's father act like this towards me? The answer is simple, dude, he's bitter. He wants me back so bad and because I won't even give him a chance anymore, he's just gonna straight up be an asshole to me all the time. And every time he asks to hang out, or like just the other day, he asks to take us out to a family dinner. First, everything is closed in Michigan, so that's not even an option. Second, keep the food and give me the money, honey. If you're going to offer me dinner, you might as well offer to pay a bill instead. You know, the bills that affect the house that your daughter also lives in half the time. When I said no, can you just give me the money? He said he's broke. I about fell out of my chair because I know he's lying. People are never broke, we just say we are so we don't have to go spend our money on the stupid stuff that other people spend their money on. However, giving the mother of your child money for bills is not stupid. I'm not out here traveling, doing drugs, acting reckless, or any of that. Most of the time I'm pretty nice to you and also I'm a damn good parent. He should be feeling very blessed. I believe that one day he's hoping I'll be so lost that I'll wander my way back to him because I need him. He lost his mind. I would rather, this is gonna be fun, go broke, empty my savings, drain my daughter's college fund, let the power get shut off, sleep under 20 blankets instead of turning up the heat since I just found out there's no insulation in the walls of my home because it was built in the 70s, sell my car and buy a hoopty, not repair my dishwasher that's been leaking, go to the laundromat for a year straight because you took my washer and dryer, open my garage door manually every time since the mechanism is broken as fuck, do all the yard work myself, shovel snow all winter, live on food stamps, work three to four different jobs that allow me to be an active parent, never go on vacation, never buy myself anything, eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for every single meal, never go out to eat, get a roommate, although my home is a very private place for me, remodel the bathroom myself, teach myself plumbing and electrical, hardly sleep because I'm so stressed, not shower every day because I'm physically just too exhausted, put ghetto ass plastic on my windows to stop the drafts, light my stove with a lighter every time I cook because it costs more to replace the parts than just replace the whole damn thing, not buy anyone Christmas presents this year or last year, whatever you want to say, read the entire Bible three times in a row, currently on round one, organize every cabinet or pantry in my house over and over because you can't mess them up anymore. Never take another sip of alcohol, never smoke another joint or eat another edible, sell all the clothes in my closet, develop a relationship with my father who may or may not deserve one, still pending. Sell my house, use the equity to buy a tiny house and leave the state even though Michigan is my home now and I low-key love it here. Not upgrade my phone every time a new one comes out, never talk to another man in my entire life, give up chicken. That's a big one for me. Give up the chicken. Let everyone think I'm crazy. Volunteer at a women's shelter to remind myself what I went through. Become a vegan. Put myself through grad school with a toddler. Spend every night alone. Break down on my kitchen floor once a week. Pray three to maybe 10 times a day. Fight with the stupid shower rod that keeps falling down on a daily basis. Start a business with my great aunt who's the least technology savvy person I know. Continue recording for this time consuming ass podcast. Do my own hair, nails, and lashes when I want to feel myself a little bit. Never leave the house again. Give 
all my possessions away all over like I did the first time. Move back in with my parents for the second time. Wait three months for front of the court to process our child support valuation. Shave my head and I have some pretty cool hair. Get all four of my wisdom teeth extracted and I'm seriously so afraid because I've never been put under. Then take care of myself, no help afterwards. Learn how to be so stupidly independent and the most important part, heal myself, than to ever get back together with you. Someone reached out to me earlier this week and said, it sounds like I'm trying so hard not to go off and bash my abuser, ex, father, my child, whatever the heck you want to call him. And she was right. I don't want to because I don't think he was the only person in the wrong. And I still feel very sorry for him, mainly because he lost me for good back in the spring of last year. And I've been on this F you, you know what, and get money binge. <laughs> I definitely think I may have contributed to our separation, but after the cheating, the lying, the sneaking around, and me still staying faithful even when we broke up, plus the ultimatum I wrote for him to change his behaviors, ugh, the fact that I even had to do that is just sickening. And extra kudos to me because every time we sat down to reevaluate our relationship, I really mean fight. <laughs> I always gave him a chance to include what he wanted out of our relationship moving forward. He never had anything to say or write down, although I'm sure there were things. He was just too caught up on the fact that I was asking him to change or address the problems, and they were simple requests. I would say stuff like, stop coming home after 2 a.m. and waking me up, or please stop leaving your clothes behind the bathroom door because it drives me crazy, or can you just stay sober through my third trimester in case my water breaks and I need a ride to the hospital and I don't have to call 911? I had already compromised by letting him drink through my entire pregnancy after he said he wouldn't. I never asked him to do that. He said he wanted to. Then he didn't. And instead, I got a missing person living with me. Legit, was never around. He said I was so awful to him. When he was around, he just decided to keep away instead. Which is also discerning to me because I was a pregnant woman. I feel like I was very vulnerable living in this big ass house by myself and I got a gun and then he wanted to know why I had a gun in the house. Hmm, I wonder. Okay, so I was pregnant and mad. I had no friends or family because he would just flip shit every time I tried to see or talk to anyone outside of him. An argument would occur, so I just avoided them at all costs. I think that would make any pregnant person have an attitude. I read somewhere that men feel left out once their partner gets pregnant, so I tried to include him in like my yoga classes or asking him to do birthing exercises with me, like, um, perineum massages <laughs> if you don't know what this is it's literally like one of the most sexual things ever it's like massaging the labia labia i always pronounce that wrong um and like stretching the area so that way when you do go to give birth there it's like prepared for the baby's head it sounds really weird saying but okay so i used to do those and he wouldn't do them with me and i was hoping that he would get a kick out of it because it would have likely ended in sex, which I, as a pregnant person, never wanted to have because I was sick as a dog and super uncomfortable, but the sex was amazing while pregnant, so I thought it was a win-win situation. Nope, he wasn't interested. I even tried to explain to him maintenance sex. Nope, he didn't want to have that either. He would just rather wake me up in the middle of the night for his needs or abuse my body while he thought I was asleep. Rude. I tried so hard to make it work and I probably would have continued to try and make it work until I started reading up on how emotional and financial abuse occurs. Even after that, I stayed and had hope for another freaking year. I got gypped. I want a do-over. Unfortunately though, I think I've been ruined to the point of no return. Men disgust me. Repulsive, actually. They lie, they cheat, they don't know how to communicate, most of them can't cook, they won't go out of their way to make sure you're good, just pathetic. He probably ruined it for the remaining good ones out there. I'm just not as easily convinced as I once was. I wish men would treat women how they treat their mothers. Man, that was what I wish I would have put together in the beginning. 
You disrespect your mother? Oh, you definitely would disrespect me. Period, point blank. A lot of people want me to hate him so bad, but I can't name one person I truly hate in life, period. Like, I've never been the kind of person that says, I wish they were just dead, or I wish I never met you. I just want my coochie card back. <laughs> people that say those things are just so nasty and messed up. Most of the time, I just decide if someone is just not a nice person, I'm just like, I don't understand why they are like that. Just keep it moving and remove them from my life. It's not that hard. My friends and family don't understand why he was like that to me. And during the whole time, I was constantly asking other people when I had the chance to, if there's something wrong with me, just tell me so I can go home and apologize to this kid. And they always said, no, nothing is wrong with you, Sierra. But guess what? I still went home and apologized every single time, then went to the bedroom and cried myself to sleep. I was just miserable. I'd rather do all those things I said earlier than go through that with him again. Ugh, I remember this one time at one of our monthly OBGYN checkups during my pregnancy, they sent in a social worker because he had me so convinced that I was losing it. And she comes in and she tells me that all of my anxiety and emotions that I'm currently dealing with are normal. And I just break down and start crying because I still felt crazy. She looks at him, then back at me, then back at him, and then literally tells him to get up and go give me a freaking hug. I don't feel right talking about all the things that he did wrong to me because I honestly and sadly feel like I deserved it, which is also so crazy. I know, but that's what happens to your brain when you're in a domestic violence relationship. I always say he was never really physical with me, but later on realized after working with and talking to an amazing woman who worked in the personal protective office at the courthouse, she was like, Sierra, the violence doesn't have to be directed at you. And I thought immediately, oh shit, I'm guilty of this too then. Only once did I light his clothes on fire in a bonfire pit, but that was provoked after the cheating incident. And I threw a butter knife at him one time when I was pregnant, of course. I wasn't trying to hit him, but still, it happened. We were not good together. He made me crazy. And when you're in love, you do stupid ass shit. I don't know if I ever want to fall in love again unless it's with someone who's really good at being silly or sweet or affectionate when I'm upset or knows how to give people space without taking it too personal. Dang, I still like you, but go away for a minute. <laughs> I just know I can't go back to whatever the heck that psycho shit was that we went through. I can't believe my daughter came out of that mess. She's so amazing and smart and beautiful, and she's not even two. Ugh, it's going by so fast. I got blessed in that mess, so how can I stay stressed? Oh yeah, because I'm at my rock bottom, and I have a feeling that things might get a little worse before they can get better. That's okay. I'm just gonna keep going. I put my faith and trust in the Lord, and that's that. My list of 50 things I'd rather do, some of them are currently happening, some of them are not, or could happen, I don't know. I wonder if you can figure out which ones are actually true. I can't be going through all this alone though. It's a real life struggle. And I know the easy way out would be just to work my connections and get a big girl job for real, for real, and put the baby in daycare already and just get on with my life. But I don't want that. I'm determined to find another way. I've already made it two years. What's another three? Thanks for coming back for another episode of Sierra Unraveled. Yo, it's getting real hard to put this stuff out here, but the feedback I've been getting has been so good that I don't think I really have a choice anymore, especially since I have like over 30 more episode topics that I've drafted and people are starting to ask to be a guest on my show. Ugh, it's the little victories in life. I'm so proud. My life is a straight up mess, but it's cool. So stop letting them unravel you because only you can unravel yourself.